All right, so welcome to Unsigned 5 and 8. I'm here with Adequate Phil. So, boys, how are you? Woo. Good. 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 Hey. Woo. Um, and I guess we'll start by just going around the uh, room and kind of introducing yourself and uh, what you do in the band. Uh, hello. I'm Rooney, a.k.a. Uh, El Nino. I play guitar, sing, and I do a lot of the production work and songwriting of the, uh, of the group. Howdy. I'm Phil. Uh, I play bass in the band. I dabble in rapping. And uh, and uh, do a lot of the mixing and mastering of the, the recorded tracks. Hello, I'm Sean. I uh, do synth and sampler and weird noises. And I also do a lot of the art for the band. Also the socializing of the band. <laughs> he does a lot of that. Hi, uh, Andrew, a.k.a. Bobby Light. And <laughs> I'm a, the drummer of Adequate Phil. All right. So now that we got uh, introductions and, and, you know, like I was saying before we got rolling, uh, basically the whole show is like, you don't know me. I don't know you. So we're literally getting to know each other. And that's all we're kind of doing. I just want to hear, I guess, the story of Adequate Phil from wherever you wish to begin the story from up until kind of current, you know, how you guys came together, maybe some know musical background uh influence or whatnot so i don't know if anybody wants to kind of kick off uh, the the, the story start. of yeah. all right so um uh i guess uh, the foundation slash the origin story of adequate phil was um there was a a previous project that i was in called major nino which was kind of a gorillas-esque group Nice. Um, that kind of, you know, ran its course, but towards, like, you know, the peak of it or whatever, um, me and my friend Sean here, we were all in, like, this artist, like, collective, loose collective. We used to put on shows and stuff, um, but that kind of dissolved, and um, me and Sean just decided to keep in touch and still do get creative with one another. Yeah, we started, uh, like, a weekly jam, just me and Rooney. Just kind of having fun. Nice. And uh, did that for a couple months. And then we realized we had something going and we brought in Phil. And Phil's like kind of an unusual story because um, he's a very unusual guy. (laughs) Thanks. Um, Well, it's just a fun fact as far as how Phil got in the mix because I've known him literally since um, freshman year of college. Okay. And we were like, you know, in the... Yeah, we went to college together. Uh, we're in like the same fraternity together, which is you know, very you know, yeah. But <laughs> we still like ran in the same circles, but we never really like you know, collaborated musically with each other, or we were not even necessarily like the closest of friends. We were always on good terms, but then all of a sudden he came back to the capital region, and it was at the time when we were trying to like branch out, I guess, and he came over, and it was just like a perfect match. So then it was the three of us for a minute. Um, uh. Yeah, and then we, I, uh, I met Bobby Light at the Whiskey Pickle. Shout out to the Whiskey Pickle. Woo. Uh, and we, at the time, we were playing a while without a drummer, mm-hmm. just using a drum machine. I met Bobby Light, fantastic human being, <laughs> and it just, I was like, this is the guy. We brought him in. 
And so what uh, what time frame are we talking here? Like when it became like an outfit where you decided on a name where you were like, here we are, the four of us, let's do this. Like what what, what year are we talking? Yeah, so we, so these two were getting together middle of, so these two being Rooney and Sean, they were getting together middle of 2021, summer 2021. And then, yeah, I was in Boston for six years and just moved back and that's, what Rooney was referring to. So yeah, I moved back to the area and then I joined in like September of 2021. Yeah. We played our first show December. Yep. It was in like my apartment. It wasn't even oh, like, a, yeah, it, yeah. Our first time we ever played live. And that was also before we even had a drummer was like with the drum machine and just the three of us in my apartment. Um, and then eventually I think our first show was at 518 craft um, did we have Andrew by then? We had Andrew. No, 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 no. no. That was without Andrew. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My so other band. You, he was oh, playing yeah. with sure. Big Maybe. Shout and out to Big Maybe. That's how we like really discovered Andrew. Oh, like, that was the first time Big I remember. Big Maybe. All right. So, uh, yeah, because uh, uh, Big Maybe was playing. Yeah. Matt, Matt Malone. Bobby Light gets around. Yeah, all right. <laughs> now it's now it's starting to click a little. Because <laughs> like, we were like, oh, have we met somewhere? Like, yeah. Like, for sure. We've definitely met. Um, so that was 2021. You've come together. Now you're all a, a band. I mean, I, I know you've definitely got music on Spotify. You've been playing shows around here. Like, what would you say was like your your first, I guess, endeavor? Like, did you start putting stuff down to record right away? Did you start trying to book live shows right away? Like, what would you say your, your direction was when you first came on the scene, I guess? So, um, I guess I've always throughout, like, just, I guess for a while, my main shtick and stuff is like to make like recordings. I'm very much love the whole production aspect of and just carving out, laying tracks down. So when me and Sean, when we first started out, um, it was all about just like crafting some nifty, like animal collective-y kind of recordings. Um, it wasn't not necessarily intended I think to be like a live outfit or like a you know an actual band band um but then once we added phil to the mix we're like oh shit like you know maybe we can like start playing live and then once we became you know the full megazord you know like assembled <laughs> um Powerful. yeah that's when um in addition to like crafting recordings and we are in the process of crafting our debut album um, we're in the frustrating mixing phase. A lot of the songs I think are going to appear on it have been mapped out and crafted by and large. But um, now it's like a dual focus of like playing shows and um, also, you know, doing the recordings. But a huge like inspiration and something that like I think at least personally affected like what I think was the direction of the band was like, all of a sudden, there was like all this local support that started brewing. That was super unanticipated. Shout out to Boss Crowley in particular, yeah. and like like Big Maybe, like other bands in the scene were like, "Yo, like we really dig your stuff." It's like what? Like <laughs> this is this is supposed to be like bedroom recordings? Like what? So um, and then they started like inviting us to play out. We started inviting them out. And, you know, it was like real organic growth yeah. from love, there. You love know? the five one eight man. Hell yeah. Fucking, I- this shit doesn't happen everywhere, you know? Like You were saying earlier yeah. that, like, other scenes can be super, very like, cutthroat. Com- very competitive, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, very competitive, because everybody's trying to, like, you know, get to the top. Where I think, and, you know, I don't even know what it is about here, but, like, everybody's like, no, there's room for everybody. We can all chill, you know? 
Like I even like, you know, I've been seeing a lot of um, multi-genre bills line, you know, coming up for like the summer where you've got like a hip hop artist, a hardcore artist, uh, you know, a solo artist, uh, you know, a folk artist all in the same same bill. You don't see that places so this is cool uh but anyway so you i was saying you have some stuff that's already out on the platforms is that did you want to play something um that's already out like do you want to play a, a adequate phil song yeah i think we'll start off with baby leeches our kind of uh seminal first song that's when everything really came together um this song was inspired by a trip to ithaca in which I was literally covered in baby leeches. Oh, gross. <laughs> so that provided the inspiration. No metaphors. <laughs> no leeches. metaphors, baby fucking leeches. All right, so let's listen to Baby Leeches, Adequate Phil, and we'll be right back to talk to Adequate Phil. Thank you. 
All right, so that was Baby Leech's Adequate Fill. And like I was saying, you know, when we were listening to that, it's a super interesting composition. And I thought it was uh, interesting how you were saying the songs came together, especially on that one. So what was, I guess, the process of, of putting that one together and, uh, and how did it evolve into what it is now? Uh, so as I mentioned, uh, that was inspired by an actual experience of being <laughs> covered in baby leeches. Right. And um, I started that one off um, on the sampler, taking samples of my friend Kim Tateo on the ukulele. Um, kind of got the rough draft of the song, which I then introduced to Rooney, and he did his magic on it. Yeah, so once I... Um heard that like ukulele loop and again we were like very inspired by animal collective we still are but like i was able to kind of take that as a foundation and then turn that into like a whole composition and everything but um yeah like uh in general like i've like i said before i've dabbled in like just song crafting and production like for a while now um but having a kind of band setting like this in my previous project, Major Nino, um, my partner in crime, he did more of the production. But then, as that like you know, project kind of waned over time, I was taking the reins in production. So this is like a continuation of that, and it's just very like, animal collectivey psychedelic production aesthetic. <laughs> right. um, but I feel so in, empowered by like working with these people. Like you know, it inspires me to like hone my craft even more, be it composition or production or songwriting, lyrics, etc. But um, over time, it has morphed though because um, when we first started out, it was primarily me and Sean making bedroom recordings. But once Phil got involved in the mix, for example, um, he kind of. Uh, picked up the reins as far as mixing. The previous two songs was done, you know, mixed by this asshole, <laughs> Mr. David Tayo. <laughs> <laughs> we were we'll we'll let we'll let the audience in on the joke. We we were we were running a we were running before and we ran out of we I ran out of space on the recorder and uh, we we were saying you know because you guys didn't know that I know Dave Tayo and yeah. you were like yeah this guy Dave Tayo and I just came right out with what that, that guy's a douchebag and then I quickly was like no 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 he's like one of my best friends and he's like super talented and not a douchebag he's the sweetest man I know but it was it unfortunately that's gonna get cut from the show because it, it was a good reaction you guys are like you're like what the fuck yeah. no we love you David Tayo you, that was like yeah, a, a phenomenal job, mixing and yeah. mastering he's, he's very good at his craft <laughs> like so he mixed that one that we just heard he mixed and mastered um baby leeches and vessel wow he mastered nice. vessel i mixed that one but then baby leeches was him mixing and mastering um and you know whenever you're working with somebody who's doing mixing uh it's a process you know and it's just like once you get into that like realm it gets so like nitty gritty, like, hey, turn the hi hat down in two minutes and two seconds. Right. Turn this like the sound up, you know. So like going back and forth, but he like we were able to connect, and it turned out to be great. Um, but then Phil, you know, kind of decided to like throw a few of his compositions, you know, pitch them to the band, and also tried his hand at mixing. So the next few songs that we put out, um, can't not. And how can I? Those were mixed by and mastered by Phil, 
And this upcoming song, um, Peaches, was like actually composed and originally produced by Phil. I don't know if you wanted to like jump in and you know share share what you that what's that what that's about. Yeah, so I had been dabbling in Ableton for I don't know five years or so now, and uh, yeah, I kind of just picked it up with the idea of just having some fun at home and throwing some ideas together, but didn't really take it seriously until getting together with these guys and. Rooney's been using Ableton for years as well and got was pretty serious about the composition so uh inspired me to kind of dive back into it um and we actually have a pretty good collaboration between kind of the the recording and production side that that Rooney does and then I kind of get into the like Rooney was saying the nitty-gritty of levels and EQ and right um I don't know it's almost more suited for me I think some of that tedious technical work uh <laughs> and leave the craziness to me like yeah. crazy <laughs> chaos like oh yeah the hi-hat's gonna rotate around the listener's head at yeah. the one minute mark yeah. and then turn into a quacking duck like you know like <laughs> and i'll make sure they blend together and the quack <laughs> is not too loud <laughs> so the song that you were talking about peaches is that one that we were going to play tonight or did you have a different one in mind yeah, uh, we were going to play that play one. Play that one? Yeah. And this one is out, can be found on streaming, or is not out yet? Not not quite yet. Yeah. I fucking love it then. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so um, we're going to listen to Peaches, Adequate Phil, and then uh, we'll be right back to wrap it up, but we'll also be right back with a, with a little bit of a surprise.
say it all plays out no matter what I choose There's a fire inside that breeds abuse But I bottle it up to avoid it The sky is blue but it turns black to my soul Boils inside of a space that's new So I wrap it up tight, hide it from the light Still hand it over in lieu Of the same short fuse that sparks me off Grab a hold of time but it pops me off The manic inside always flips the switch to override I keep wasting away alone Lost in a memory I barely recall Signs in my life constantly evolve Sinking to the bottom with a heart made of gold Alright, so that was Peaches, Adequate Phil, and uh, Adequate Phil, boys, I want to thank you so much for coming out and doing this, I really appreciate it, and uh, I said we have a little bit of, of surprise, you brought instruments, and, and I will say that um, I have had people come on and do acoustic performances before, but it's always been one performer, one instrument, and so you get the mark of being the, the first multi-instrument performance wow. ever, on unsigned 518 so you're gonna do a multi-instrument performance now and what what song are you gonna play uh this is a newer tune that we're still kind of fully fleshing out but uh it's called it's the cops it's the cops all right cool and uh and another little bit of trivia is you guys had me flip a coin before the show to to say which song that you were going to do so i i flipped a coin it was tails and now it's the song so let's check it out uh adequate fill and we'll be right back to say goodbye
All right, that was It's the Cops, Adequate Phil, live in the studio here at Unsigned 518, the first ever multi-instrument performance. So, again, I want to thank you guys for coming out. I really appreciate it. And before we go, like I do with all my guests, I want to give everybody a chance to say their highs or gratitudes or thank yous or whatever. So if we want to start right over here with Phil. I got to say thank you to you first, Andy. This is Space is cool. Thanks for having Thanks, us here. Man. I know we all appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I got to thank the fans. Fans are what keep us going. And uh, I got to thank these guys here, too, because a lot of a lot of creative energy, outlet, spiritual connection. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did I go there? <laughs> you went there. Yeah, you did. Well, damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess these guys are okay. <laughs> uh, no, huge shout out to like you. Thank you so much for like having us and giving us, you know, this opportunity. Um, yeah, like I said, these guys are okay. They um they inspire me. Like honestly, this is the most creative I've felt personally in a while, and that's a huge part to these guys. Um, and being able to mesh spiritual energies. <laughs> um and also a huge shout out to like the Albany scene. Like um like we were talking before, Andy, it's so um nurturing and collaborative. Um and you know, other bands just helping each other out and like really in like a very organic way. Yeah. Um speaking of, I have to also say fuck Boss Crowley. Um <laughs> they they suck. Um so um, yeah, but the scene's are very nurturing and nice and ev- all these bands really support each other. So um yeah. Thanks. I just want to say uh, thank you to these guys for having me on board. Uh, it's a great band. I love playing with them, and I love all the support in the Troy music scene. I've met some of my best friends there, and uh, yeah, we just need to keep this going. I'll just uh, thank our fans again. Uh, we have a couple, a good group of fans that have consistently supported us: Chloe, Eva, Nick, Anita, Boss Crowley Boys. <laughs> they recognize good music. They can't play it, but. <laughs> And again, thank you to you for having us. This was awesome experience. Thank you. All right. So again, that is Adequate Phil. I'm Andy Scullin. This is Unsigned 518, and I'll see you on the road. Unsigned 518 is produced in conjunction with Nippertown. You can find new episodes here every week on nippertown.com. If you are a band or musician in the 518 area code and would like to be on Unsigned 518, shoot me an email at unsigned518 at gmail.com. I'm your host, Andy Scullin. I'll be back next week with another episode of Unsigned 518. Thanks for listening.